In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let these branches be for us signs of Christ's victory. Signs of victory have been pretty scarce lately. The Summer Olympic Games have been postponed. This year there will be no bronze or silver or gold medals hung around a champion's neck. All levels of sport have stopped for the foreseeable future. There will be no high fives or trophies handed out. It will even be a while before we see graduations being held. There will be no signs of victorious completions with the handing of a degree and a tassel moved from right to left. It will be some time until the sign of a standing ovation will be praise for a performance of a symphony or a theater play. There's even a hold on families gathering with their loved ones to celebrate the steps of recovery in a hospital or a rehabilitation center. And as I look around, there's not the regular sign of victory of our congregational Palm Sunday procession down North 6th Street with palms being waved, led with the smoke of sweet-smelling incense. No hosannas in the highest being proclaimed and palms being laid down on the ground by our youth as we enter the church. This year, even the most basic signs of victory, the palm fronds that we fold into crosses, has been affected by distribution problems. On Thursday, we finally connected with the company, and they apologized they hadn't communicated with us that their that their distribution flow had stopped. It seems that all this can be rather discouraging. But in times like these, our faith speaks most profoundly and most powerfully to us. Let me take you back to the beginning of the service in the liturgy of the blessing of the palms. We pray, let these branches be a sign for us of Christ's victory. The youth leaders of the church are continuing to send out children's chapel teachings and projects for families while they're at home so kids can be engaged in faith development. Today there was a project for the kids to make palms out of construction paper and color them with crayons and markers. I hope you're doing this at home as well. At my home, these palms were left drop and ring style for me to bring to the church today. 
I looked out on my porch. I saw a sign that a virus that stops distribution networks cannot stop the loving dedication of Christians sharing a sign of their faith on Palm Sunday. The truth about faith is that it is filled with signs that are turned upside down with new and profound meanings. Jesus gave new meaning to a triumphal entry by riding a humble donkey into Jerusalem instead of a fine stallion that a general with a victory in the military would ride. Humility is given a new sign that is more profound than a pride-filled entry. On Monday, Thursday, we remember that Jesus, as the master and teacher of all, will wash the feet of his disciples and turn servanthood into a true sign of leadership. On Good Friday, the cruel cross, the ultimate symbol of violent power, will be defeated by Christ's self-offering of love and forgiveness on that very symbol. If you wear a cross around your neck, you proclaim the turning of a symbol of violence into a symbol of forgiveness and love. And on Easter, the symbol of the permanency and the pain of death will forever become a symbol of life eternal. Today, in the throes of a pandemic, we are surrounded by symbols of fear or anxiety or loss or isolation or sadness. I was struck this year with the profound nature of the opening blessing we prayed. Listen again to these words. Assist us mercifully with your help, that we may enter with joy upon the contemplation of those mighty acts, whereby you have given us life and immortality through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's our spiritual job this Holy Week. We are called to enter with joy on the contemplation of the meaning of the symbols we have participated with for all of the years of our life. The palms are just the first sign that we won't hold and wave these together as a congregation, but we're called to contemplate the meaning of the symbol and what it points towards. We won't have water poured over our feet in the chancel of the church this year, but we're called to contemplate the meaning of the symbol it represents for us as an act of love, of service in Christ.
We won't be able to smell the lilies that will surround the altar on Easter. But we are called to contemplate the meaning of new life and resurrection and what it means for us as Christians. I believe that this year you will find new and profound truths about the depth of your faith as you enter a unique Holy Week in the life of this church. Because of the circumstances that shape our world, we now have a very different vantage point to experience our faith. We have an opportunity to experience the unlimited depth of the symbols and the signs that maybe we have taken for granted. We are called now to experience each day of the passion of Christ in a new and symbolic way. In each new contemplation, I am confident that it will be a sign for us of Christ's victory alive in us. Amen. On Palm Sunday, the Nicene Creed is omitted, and so we continue with the prayers of the people using form two found on page 385. Form two on page 385. Let us pray. I ask your prayers for God's people throughout the world. For Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, for Larry, our diocesan bishop, and for all bishops, for this gathering, for all ministers and all people, pray for the church. I ask your prayers for peace for goodwill among nations, and for the well-being of all people. For our leaders, Donald, our president, Asa and Kevin, our governors, George, our mayor, and all of our civic leaders. We ask prayer well-being of all people. We pray for justice and peace. I ask your prayers for the poor, for those who are sick, especially Charlene, Chris, Jeannie, Wanda, Carl, Sarah, Tommy, 
especially the homeless in our own neighborhood. Pray for those in any need or trouble. I ask your prayers for all who seek God or a deeper knowledge of God. Pray that they may find and be found by him. I ask your prayers for the departed, especially Waivon, mother of Becky Gunn, for Jim Stitzworth, father of Molly Stitzworth. Pray for those who have died, remembering especially those who have died from the coronavirus. especially doctors, nurses, and caregivers. Give skill, sympathy, and resilience to all who are caring for the sick and your wisdom to those searching for a cure. I ask your prayers for those who are isolated. Help them to trust, to know that you are with them, and to believe that nothing can separate them from your love. I ask your thanksgiving for those who support us and love us, especially at a distance. Praise God for those in every generation in whom Christ has been honored, Pray that we may have grace to glorify Christ in our own day. O God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not our hold on things eternal through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 